I grew up in the 80s, so the release of the new Top Gun was high on my list of priorities this summer. Imagine my surprise when I saw poor, misunderstood Pete Mitchell, call sign Maverick, dealing with the same thing I see my career-ending principles wrestle with, identity. opportunity to work with principals at all stages of their careers. And I recently have recognized some high levels of anxiety with school leaders who are nearing the end of their professional time. This increased stress seems to come from a lack of certainty about life after the principalship. And the question isn't so much how they will spend their time, but rather who will they be when they are no longer the principal? This strife speaks to the internal question of identity and who we perceive ourselves to be. And it's important that we think about our identity through all phases of our careers so we don't lose ourselves and be the job. When we give ourselves to the role, we begin to see ourselves as the role. How we see ourselves determines so many things in our lives. This is why we feel like our world is totally upended when we experience some major life change like divorce or retirement or empty nesters. Researcher Robert Diltz explained the interplay of how we see ourselves with every other aspect of life in a theory known as Diltz's nested levels of learning. His premise says that identity drives things like our values and beliefs, our behaviors, our capacities and our skills, and even our environment. Our identity acts much like the iOS on our cell phone. It runs in the background and manages all the things you want your phone to be and to be able to do. You want it to be the remote control? Download the app. It is the remote control. Identity is your personal OS. The identity you hold will drive all the things you want to be and do. For example, your identities interact and influence your values, your beliefs, your capacities, your behaviors, and even your environment. If you hold the identity of an athlete, you value time for daily exercise, and you believe that practice will improve your athleticism. As an athlete, you assess your capacities, reflecting on your strengths and your weaknesses. You consistently behave as an athlete with daily workouts and regular practice. And your environment reflects your love of sports from your clothing to the pictures you hang on your wall. Your identity influences each of these areas, often unconsciously. Your identity shapes who you are and who you choose to spend your time with and even how you interact with other people. So what's really cool about identity is when you become aware of it, and the one that you hold for yourself, you can consciously influence your identities, your behaviors, your capacities around who you believe yourself to be. It really is like the iOS of your phone. When my phone breaks or I have a weird message that pops up, I Google how I can fix it and then I I apply the information that I found. Interestingly enough, all these things happen unconsciously. We go about our day-to-day activities without much thought about the various identities we hold and how we prioritize them. We hold identities as parent, school leader, team member, golfer. All of these identities drive our values, beliefs, capacities, behaviors, and environments. And over time, we give more and more of ourselves to the job. We place more worth on the identity of principle 
and sometimes lose all the other, other identities altogether. We no longer golf because there's no time on Saturday mornings. Our kids have grown and they need us less. So we pour ourselves into the identity where we feel good, where we can be successful, where we find our worth. And then we find ourselves at the end of a long career wondering, who will we be when we are no longer the school leader? I grew up in the 80s, so the release of the new Top Gun was high on my list of priorities this summer. Imagine my surprise when I saw poor, misunderstood Pete Mitchell, call sign Maverick, dealing with the same thing I see my career-ending principles wrestle with, identity. Mav poured his soul out to his love interest, Penny Benjamin, saying, Being a pilot is not a job for me. I don't know who I am if I'm not a pilot. So what does this all mean to practicing principles? I think the message depends on where you are in your career. Certainly, if you are early to mid-career principal, it means stay well-rounded. Continue to see yourself outside the role of the principal. Keep writing if that's the thing. Get a book published, volunteer, camp, travel. Whatever it is that allows you to see yourself beyond the role you hold will keep you mentally strong. For those of you late in your career who maybe have become the job and you are having a hard time seeing yourself once you hang up the principal hat, it's time to stop being the job and start looking inward at what makes you happy. Is it time with grandkids? Work less, play more. Is it baking? Work less, take a pastry class. Is it bike riding? Work less, work out more. Set boundaries. In a previous episode, I talked about boundaries that would keep you sane. Now I'm talking about boundaries that will keep you whole. These boundaries will help you live life to your fullest potential, regardless of the stage of your career. You were born to do more than to be the job. You were born to lead and you have to lead yourself first. Join us for our next episode of The Principalship, The Worst Job I Ever Loved.